Every episode of The Angry Chicken is made possible by our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash tack. For more of Jocelyn's content, check out jossplays.com. And if you can't get enough of Ridiculous Hat, follow him over on Twitter at Ridiculous Hat. The Angry Chicken is a production of A-Move TV. Time's up. Let's do this. You smell like a lepidome! I knew it! So hot! A podcast about Hearthstone and Battlegrounds. This is The Angry Chicken! Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Angry Chicken. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ridiculous Hat. Hello, Hat. How have you been for the last couple of weeks? Ah. <laughs> Was that a good ah or a bad ah? <laughs> I'll leave it up to the reader. I think I summarized your life, too. <laughs> very, very much so. Although I will say... Last night, we got a full night of sleep for the first time in like two weeks. It was so oh exciting. My God. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> for people that don't know, Jocelyn's had a crappy couple of weeks. Oh, man. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us, even though we had to cancel last week, guys. Um, we have two adorable puppies, as you have seen if you follow me over on Twitter. They are wonderful, but they have been very, very sick. And we have been trying everything over the last couple of weeks to make them not sick. And they seem to finally be recovering and not waking us up every hour on the hour all night long. So I finally got a little bit of sleep, which is really nice. And I feel, you know, a little rested. I could use another like week <laughs> of full nights of sleep, but we're getting there. So uh, so yeah, puppies are doing good. They're being super cute. And hat, I don't know if you know, and this won't be puppy cast, I promise. But um, did you see the picture I posted of like Luna when we first got her and the then Luna now? With the little pizza? Yeah, with the pizza. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's so big now and you're being very, huge you're being very discreet which is how i know you're tired because that's not the angry chicken way listeners i want you to envision instead of having sleep what if you had literal poop that's what <laughs> happened just take take a chunk of your sleep schedule and instead of being asleep be awake and have to deal with fecal matter with, with, with so duty. much poop so much poop every, oh god every night every night <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they they were having some serious issues. So, uh, but they seem they seem to be better now, and uh, yeah, we're hoping that they that they stay better. <laughs> and that yes. the solution has resolved, or the the situation is resolved. Because oh man, I was so tired. Yes, well, I'm but, glad yeah, you slept. Um, I did. I did sleep, which is really good because I actually got to play some Hearthstone today, and like. I've had a rough couple of weeks in general, so I've had a rough couple of weeks with Hearthstone. Um, I don't know about you, but I haven't even been able to finish my, like, five wins in standard Hearthstone. I'm like, I'm playing stuff, and I'm having a decent time, and then I'm losing, and I'm just like, my opponents must be like, what is she even trying to do? And the answer is, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Hearthstone right now, man. Like... Mini set came out of nowhere. Like we we did miss a show last week, but like 
even if we'd recorded since that recording, it would have been announced and previewed and launched (laughs) in five days. Too short, in my opinion. (laughs) I always forget how that cycle goes. And in the grand scheme of things, like content creation aside, I actually don't mind the abbreviated weekend cycle and how they did it this time was, I think, really smart. They did, they always do like a five-day thing, but what they tried over the past couple of them, they did it by rarity. They did commons, then rares, then epics. There's only one, so it's one card, and then legendaries in the last day. I always felt kind of weird and disjointed because also it's a mini set. We don't really care about the rarity because we just buy all the cards at once. So instead, what they did this time, neutrals the first day along with the announcement, and then they gave us times and class reveals. So this class at this time, this class at this time, this class at this time. They had them all done by Sunday. They gave us patch notes on Monday after all the Mercs reveals were done. I think if I was picking a schedule for a five-day reveal season, I don't think they could have done a better job. I think it was really, really nice, and it it managed hype. Them having a schedule and then sticking to it? Amazing! Amazing! Just like, this is when this is going to happen. Then we go, and then that happens. Like, that was cool. And it made it easy to digest. But you were busy that weekend, and we missed last week. So you turn around, it's like, yeah, what happened? What's my game? What's going on? <laughs> exactly. So much that. And like, I mean, people were talking about Sylvanas coming back, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And then I looked at, at the Sylvanas card, and I was like, neat. And then I went into a game of Battlegrounds, and I was like, wait, wait, what? She's back here too? <laughs> when did this happen? So yeah, I it, I felt really, really disconnected over the last couple of weeks and like everything that I, guys, I even tried Demon Hunter. She did. <laughs> I tried Demon Hunter. Me. I tried Actual Hunter. I tried Priest. I tried, um, what else did I play? Something else. Druid. No, I didn't play Druid. I specifically didn't play Druid because they didn't Paladin. have any new stuff. Paladin. Paladin. That was it. I tried Paladin. Yep. Yeah. And I was just like, man. I feel like I am failing so hard. <laughs> Someday we're going to try doing a co-op with your buddy Ridiculous Hat. <sighs> yeah, Someday. we really, really should. Because I feel like uh, I've, I have felt this kind of like disconnect with the meta. And I think it's just one of those metas where there are so many viable decks across so many classes that first of all, there's a lot of choice. So it's hard to even choose the deck that you are going to really vibe with. And then uh, <laughs> I left the chat room calling me Jocelyn the Betrayer. <laughs> That's a pretty good line. I gotta I'm say. sorry. I was That's the our first end of show title. It's going to have to beat that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I find it that like it's first of all hard to identify a deck that you might vibe with and enjoy playing. But then on top of that, it's really hard to know what your opponent is doing. So you have to be like really, really involved with the game to really get the most out of that experience when we're in a meta like this. And I think. It's really good because there's lots of choice, but, you know, it has its downsides as well. And I think I'm experiencing a lot of those downsides right now and that I'm just unsure of what exactly I should be doing in the game. And then even if I find a deck that I kind of vibe with and I think is cool, like I tried playing that uh, like kind of like tokeny and fusey beast hunter and it was it was really, really fun. But I kept losing and it felt like either I drew my deck backwards and I had all my big payoff infuse cards, but no little guys to infuse them. Or I drew the other way where I was making a lot of little dudes, but didn't have the infuse stuff in my hand. And then I was like, I draw the infuse stuff and I was like, but now you don't do the cool thing. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I felt like there was um, even when I found a deck that matched what I felt like playing 
I didn't necessarily know how to pilot it well enough against all the different opponents that I was seeing. And then so I was just having a bad time (laughs) and I don't know how to like get over that hump. (laughs) And it's been going on for so long now because I had all that Jocelyn tries to rogue for like a month and a half ahead of all of this. So I'm just like, man, it was so much (laughs) like I just maybe I'm just bad at this game now. (laughs) You're not. You're not. It's again, your life is right now. Hearthstone is a Rorschach test for the chaos that you feel in your day to day. (laughs) And I understand. I'm not going to say this. The format is perfect, though. Also, the current format as of right now, today, Wednesday, September 28th, the mini set has been out for uh, slightly over a day. Two days? Uh, A day? (laughs) A day and eight hours. And what day is it today? (laughs) It is Wednesday. This okay, is the day we do the show now. I thought it was Thursday. Yes. Oh my God, my brain. <laughs> so that, listen to this, what I'm talking about. She'll be fine. Um, but <laughs> as of right now, this is the least I've ever wanted to be in a podcast episode because I want to be jamming standard for hours right now. Not saying I'm not happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. But I played, <laughs> I had to, I had to play a little bit. I was like yesterday, the patch was delayed on Android or on Amazon and I was out. And so I got home late and I jammed like a few games. Then today, like I was working and I snuck a couple games, but not that many. And then I played right when I got home, but there was a pizza situation. And so I, you know, I ate a bunch of pizza. And so like I've gotten in like two hours of Hearthstone and every game I played has been like really cool. And it seemed like, whoa, what is going on? But I like I want to I want to play some more. Like I won with a the game right before the show. I beat a ramp through on turn six with a totem shaman. With a totem shaman. <laughs> I, I don't know That's how that the works. world we live in right now apparently <laughs> yeah it's there's like there was a pure paladin game that i played on the train where i played uh i i put my deck in order and then played a carry all on eight and then did countess invites where like you get to you get the random legendaries and i put my opponent to three and i played commander ulthok into prosecutor meltraxis so uh, ulthok is the warlock one that they have to pay life instead of mana for all of their spells, for all their cards. And Meltrax says you can only play the outside cards. So I made it hard for them to pay life. They had to heal themselves to play a top deck school teacher. They were a priest. They put themselves to one to play the top deck school teacher, and then they left. It's just like every game's a story right now. Every game's a story. So I'm really enjoying the games from what I play to them. I have not played very many. I do think that people are going to find more Hunter than not Hunter right now. but. We've had the topic many, many times on this show and just in general, this era of how much is too much for a less engaged audience. And I've had a lot of feelings about it. Where I kind of am right now, where I'm kind of landed is the thing you have to write off is not necessarily what you're playing, but knowing what your opponent is doing. That's the kind of thing that you have to give up. But if someone has been playing Beast Hunter since Voyage... If they have not changed a single card in that deck since last expansion, they could make the deck better. But if you were just playing that same old deck, it's probably okay. It's probably fine. If you're playing Naga Priest from the end of Voyage, it's probably fine. Whatever. You can add in some new cards. You can throw some stuff in. But the the casual pressure, the thing that feels like I'm at a loss is I don't know what my opponent is doing. That used to be a lot easier to keep up with because you would see the same stuff for weeks or months. It's basically impossible now to keep track of what everybody is doing. 
but I think it might actually be because of that vibe, it might be a little easier to just pick a deck for an expansion and just roll with it and be like, sure, they can do whatever. I don't know what I'm going to see. I don't know what's, what's going to happen. But if you know your own thing. <laughs> but I'm going to okay. know this thing. <laughs> but I'm going to know this thing. And if everyone is in that same kind of churn, either they're sticking with their deck and I'm sticking with my deck and we'll see what happens. And then that'll be like a fun game where we both know what we're doing. Or they're going to jump around a bunch and I'm going to do one thing. And maybe I'll have an advantage because I know at least how my stuff works. It's interesting. Like, I don't know if that's the place to land, but that's where I, when people want to know everything and have to make peace with not doing so, that's definitely where I see the pain points. Whereas if you just make peace with like, I don't know what's going on, and then you just play the thing that you like and have fun with, I think that that experience might be more positive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just supposed to play a thing and have fun? <laughs> what What is this you're describing right now? I don't understand. <laughs> it's called Battlegrounds. Yay! <laughs> right? <laughs> Which I've also like well, been unable to put down for weeks. Oh, me too. Quests are so good. Quests are really good, and I find I'm having exactly the same issues that I have in BGs that I have in Standard in that, like... There are so many crazy combinations. I don't know any of them. I don't know what any of my opponents are trying to do. And I'm at the point now where I just kind of like play the hero regardless of the quest. And I'm doing a lot better. <laughs> I'm not really go. winning any lobbies. Although I did have an Arana game that I won with Murlocs today that was pretty great. But uh, like I, I just kind of like played regard. I think the quest I chose was like plus three plus three to three. Tier three minions. It was the threes. Tiny all henchmen. the threes. I picked tiny henchmen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, a little teddy this bear. is fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's, you know, I'm getting plus nine, plus nine every turn, which isn't the most stats, but it's not the least things. So I'll just go with this. This will be fine. And uh, and yeah, and, and it was fine. I won the lobby. So, but that's the first lobby I've won in a really long time. And it's just like I watch uh, other streamers like I watch a lot of like obviously Slithus and I've been watching Bofer and I'm just like, oh, my God, even like Bofer talking about the oh, it's this hero on this quest doing this thing. And he's like, and I've only played 100 games this thing because I took 10 days off or something. And I'm just like, and you still your brain is like 10 times the size of mine. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't live in that world. That's not what I that's yeah, not how I do. No. <laughs> I'm like, because, okay, I've started using uh, Firestone instead of um, the HS Replay um, overlay, and it pops up the greatest overlay at the beginning ever, and it tells you whether you have all three quests done for a hero or not. So I've just been oh. picking my heroes that I don't have my first places on. <laughs> so, again... Just playing the hero, not playing the meta at all. <laughs> and I'm having a fun time. I'm losing a lot, but I'm having a fun time. <laughs> and when I got my Arana win today, I got my 50 hero achievement. And I was like, damn, right. good job. <laughs> that made yeah. me feel nice. <laughs> what I like about uh, Murlocs on Arana is that once you find the brand, you are run away with the game. <laughs> you know, I never found a brand. <laughs> I just, I wanted to make the pun. I didn't have a good segue. Brandless Murlocs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that uh, for whatever reason, and I think it just comes down to um, how much I care about my rank in that I don't. <laughs> like, you say you I really don't. don't. You say you don't, but you hate losing. 
Don't tell me you don't. Well, yeah, no, I, I definitely I don't enjoy losing, but there's something about losing in Battlegrounds that gives me a one more time feeling Yeah. where when I lose in standard, I just feel like I'm a terrible, awful, horrible human being. I've noticed that from your messages. Whenever yeah. you play Hearthstone, I'm like, do I need to drive up there and give an emergency hug? Maybe talk her <laughs> off a ledge. Intervention, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I have so many like emotions wrapped up in standard for whatever reason. Nobody psych me. <laughs> we don't need that. But I feel like there's just like so much wrapped up in standard and I don't have any of those hangups in Battlegrounds. I just play Battlegrounds and it's just fun. It's like they have no expectations of how good I should be at Battlegrounds. I just go in and enjoy myself and I don't have that in standard at all. So, yeah. But uh, no, Quest is really good. Quest is really, really good. I think it's the best update that they've done to Battlegrounds and I like how like flexible it is and and how each time you play a hero it feels different each time you play against a hero it feels different uh and and i really 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 enjoy bgs right now so uh but yeah we should talk about we should actually get into the meat of this patch because there were a lot of game updates and i i think you mentioned quickly but i'm going to mention off the top here too um there is a lot of merc stuff there was a big mercs update (laughs) like half of these patch notes is just mercenaries things so we're not going to go into it because we never really (laughs) covered much of mercenaries here but if you are a mercs player there's a whole ton of stuff in there that i assume is good (laughs) and there's one mercs note i will mention at the top after i play this news bumper right here uh before we actually get into the patch though i did want to take a moment and thank our patrons over patreon.com slash tac uh we are supported by our epic patrons over there and uh, if you would like to become a patron you do get access to our super awesome amazing tech discord server so again if you want to support the show if you like what hat and i do head on over to patreon.com slash tech good news everyone So the most important Mercs update is not this patch. It is an announcement they made for next patch where they said, starting next patch, your excess coins for your maxed Mercs, you can convert them into a thing, into a resource. You can dust your extra coins, basically, to convert them into coins for Mercs that you don't have maxed. Huge deal. I don't know why it took a year, but they figured it out. Well, I guess we'll see what happens when it's in the client. Um, But I don't play... Much mercs these days, every so often, but not very much. But this is a, it's a nice change to know that it's coming. And it's going to probably make me play a little bit more to see how it feels. Because I have a bunch of mercs mm-hmm. that just have a bunch of extra coins. And the biggest thing holding me back is how much time it takes to get a new merc to a playable state. And if I can take the existing coins I already have and put them towards a new merc, I'm much more likely to just grind out because then you never earn anything that's truly useless. So that's not this Mm -hmm. patch. It's probably in about a month in the next patch in 24.6. But it is coming. They told us about it. I think that's pretty cool. Very cool. Uh, So yeah, 24.4 is live today. It came with some game updates. Uh, So there's actually some kind of interesting early progression things. Um, So... New and low rated players on the standard ladder are going to face up against AI opponents. And I feel like this is something that was announced a while ago, uh, but is now actually in the game. So on the ranked ladder, if you are a new player or a low rated player, and they did say most players advance past the um, affected MMR range when they leave silver and gold, silver or gold. So I assume... 
when they say leave silver or gold, it does, it is the like internal MMR. So that's like your star rating. So this isn't like when you're first playing through, like if you're like hat and you have 11 stars at the start of every month, hat's not going to face AI players. <laughs> Even you're when not gonna he face is going AI through. Players. I don't know, man. I've lost a lot of stars. I might be you're a gold not, star player now. You're not going to face a... Look, this is... If you are routinely in the five, five star or below region, I would say five to six X might be the cap, but I doubt even six X. Five X or below players, you will... You may face slightly different opponents, including AI bot opponents. Now... Yeah. Some people may think this is a big deal. I think it's a net upgrade. I think it's a big upgrade. But Joss and I have both been playing a good bit of Marvel Snap. And that game has bots like all the time, every single play session. And it's fine. It's just like not a big deal at all. I did not even know that there were bots in there. until I was on like the Marvel Snap Reddit looking for a deck or something. And there was a post that was like, what's your favorite bot to play against? And I was like, what? <laughs> yes. There, and there are a few different tells, but they're getting better at hiding them. And when the game comes out, like a lot of people won't know they're playing against bots, which is kind of the point, which means mm-hmm. like you can do this for starter players or more casual players. It makes the matchmaking easier. But it just like you get into a game faster and yep. you don't get run over by skill mismatches as often. It's just probably just a big net improvement, assuming it's mm-hmm. done reasonably well. Yeah. And, and I think they also did say um, that it doesn't have an impact on MMR leaderboards or legend ranks. So, again, it's not anything that's going to interact necessarily with the competitive integrity of the game. It's just there to give new players and, and low rated players uh, kind of like some practice while still allowing them to to earn stars or like to earn progress. Yeah. Earn progress on the uh, on the ladder. Yeah, this is an on-ramp. It's designed for people to help ease them into the game and uh, make the experience overall more positive at lower levels of engagement. Uh, If you have an opinion about this, then this won't affect you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I actually really, really like that description. If you have an opinion, if you know this exists, it doesn't impact you at all. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's perfect. I hope I hope that we have listeners that that this will apply to that will be in this experience that will learn about it because they listen to our podcast and listeners. We appreciate you so much. Really glad that players at all skill levels can listen to our show. But if you knew about this before listening to this episode and you cared, you don't got to worry. <laughs> this is not for you. Uh, they also talked about some uh, milestone shop offerings. So uh, there are going to be battle ready decks that are going to be offered to some players as well as some progression rewards. So when you get through bronze, you'll be offered a battle ready deck for your most played class. And then when you get through platinum, you will be offered a battle ready deck for your second most played class. Offered in the shop. Offered in the shop. Yes. They don't, you don't don't give it it to you. Yeah. No, no, no. You get the, you get the opportunity to pay for this. That's what you you get. (laughs) And I will note, there were a ton of miscellaneous purchases added to the shop this patch. That's because of runestones, not for the reason you might think. Be- 
the the way the runestones <laughs> help the team here. Before, when every purchase had to be a real money purchase, they had to be cleared with all of the app store providers. You have to say what you can buy in the game. So Apple and Google had to sign off on every single thing that they sold in the shop. Now, because it's runestone only, anything that is runestone only does not have to get cleared by any of the shop teams because it's not on any of the shops. It's only in the game. So they can just throw whatever they want in the client. They can throw in a battle ready deck here. They can throw in golden packs. They can do portrait bundles and blah, blah, and blah, blah. They can do whatever they want. So you will see more products enter and leave the store at a much more rapid clip than you are used to because they can just, they're free of that restriction for now. I I have noticed in the last like couple of years that even even before Runestones that there there were yes. quite frequent shop updates and there were a lot of things to the point where I used to feel like I would buy everything as soon as something hit the shop because like there it happened once every like six months we might get a new thing and so I was like of course I'm buying the thing and now I'm like uh, the only time I buy any kind of bundle from them whatsoever like any of the class bundles that they do. Um, with I guess the usually there's like a portrait and then a class specific pack if it doesn't have a card back associated with it I'm like nope <laughs> like hero portraits not enough anymore you guys are putting out too many <laughs> I didn't nope I do not do them <laughs> so we need a bumper for a back in my day section because this comes up yeah. more than more than I think that we're willing to admit that it does but <laughs> back in my day there was it was uh Illyria Magni and Medivh. Those were your portraits. Yes. They were $10. They each came with a card back. Those were your options for years. Then they yeah. threw in Taronda, <laughs> but you could only get her if you had Amazon Prime. That was a thing. People were mad about it. And then there was Cadgar, who was iOS only, and it was a repeat class when some class had never gotten a thing. And this was like, this is over the span of like three years, all this stuff happened. And the first three years in the game, the only cosmetics that were available. Oh, how times have changed. Yeah. There's so many, I, I, I just, I cannot keep up with it anymore. And my wallet does not want to keep up with it. Like, you really have to pick and choose now, which, you know. Good because there's a lot of different things. If you are a fan of a specific class or whatever, you've got some choices. That's amazing. But yeah, I, I feel like you just can't keep up with all of it anymore. Oh, I'm sure there's somebody who has everything, but she's not me anymore, my friends. I am no longer the Hearthstone one percent. <laughs> and it uh, but I think that like, sorry, go ahead. It used it used to feel like a concert where you'd have like a like one person performing each night. And you'd like, do I want this or not? And now it feels more like a like a clothing store or whatever. Like you pick out, you can tell you walk in a clothing store. You're not supposed to get everything in the store. You're supposed to buy mm -hmm. the things that fit you that you like. And even then, like maybe put something back. You don't need that much stuff. You haven't cleaned out your closet in a while. You own too many shoes. <laughs> This is actually a really, really good analogy because I try to make sure that I have all of the card backs because I feel like those are like the rarest ones. But I can't even tell you what most I went through um, a couple of weeks ago to update my favorites of my card backs. And I think by the end of it, I had like 40 card backs that were marked as like favorite. And I was like, when they're all your favorite, none of them are favorites. <laughs> I don't even know how many are in the game. I don't know. Too many too many at this point but uh yeah i i now see the dollar on flame card back come up every once in a while and i'm like oh yeah i remember when that was a thing <laughs> yeah back it's, in my day indeed 
random card back and random hero portrait have really gone a long way in my enjoyment and justification of buying more because when it was only one you had to go into a menu and change things like a yeah. neanderthal like is am i really <laughs> am i really gonna go into a menu for this cosmetic or am i just gonna not buy it but now i just throw them all in the bag and then i pull them out and i was like oh yeah i remember this guy yeah, there was a whole lot of I remember this from a couple weeks ago, but uh, my biggest change or source of excitement was when I logged into the game today and there was no exclamation mark on my journal. <laughs> they fixed the bug. It's now only exclamation marks when you have things to claim. And my heart was happy today. Thank you, Walt. Walt is who yeah. fixed it. Yes. Oh, God. Just- it is... It- Oh, it was the worst. I'm so happy now. <laughs> and he said he actually moved the exclamation mark over because now in BGs, it, it's on the um, collection, the rewards track. If you have something to claim next patch, they're going to make it actually jump to the page. They couldn't get it in Good. in time, but they have it ready. But now at least it'll tell you if you have something to claim inside the BGs track. So you don't just have to after every lobby, just open it and click until you get to the end be like oh find one more and then see if you have it after that one and then repeat until two in the morning i yeah i was gonna say i was just basically uh waiting until i completed all my weekly quests and then once i'd completed all my weeklies then i went into my past to see if i'd actually gotten gotten anything because i was just like eh. yeah. clicking all the way like five six seven pages in i'm like this is this is too much and i don't like it so i'm glad that they're adding that because there are like a couple of these little quality of life things um that journal notification though was breaking my brain so many things have broken my brain lately but that was just the worst the worst thing because uh, i'm one of those people that has like no notification over their little email icon like i as soon as an email comes in i either mark it as read i actually read it or i delete it people who have like I've seen like screenshots of like 25,000 unread emails. I'm just like, how? how? I don't see those screenshots anymore because I unfollow those people. <laughs> That's but a yeah, deal No, I can't. I cannot stand any like unread notification markers on my phone. So that was just that journal bug was driving me nuts. So I'm glad that they fixed that. There are some known issues though um so there's a quest reward in battlegrounds that has been temporarily disabled it is uh theotar's parasol and that was the one that um gave stealth am i correct stealth, stealth to the rightmost minion and plus eight and health stealth yeah. to the rightmost minion yeah yeah uh, so that's been disabled because it was causing crashes. Um, but uh, and we're going to talk about this later in the battleground section. There was a quest that came back as well. Uh, the BG's rewards track we already talked about. Uh, the fix is coming in the next major patch. So that's another thing to watch out for in 24 six. Uh, Theatar was also broken in standard. <laughs> so having Theatar issues all over the place. Uh, so he wasn't actually swapping hero cards if you picked them. Um, but they are working on hot fixing or they did hot fix that. Now he has issues with choose one cards, but they're working on fixing that. So they're aware that Theotar is not quite working as intended. They fixed the hero card issue same day, but yeah, like Bunny Hopper was streaming and picked their Tavish and then the cards just didn't move. And you would like <laughs> you moused over the history. You would see what they both picked, but then just the cards would stay there. I, so 
I tweeted about this bug, and, and a bunch of people in their replies were like, we can leave it this way. It's fine. We don't have to, don't have <laughs> yeah, to fix it. Yeah, this them. is maybe one you don't have to fix. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be a lot of Theotar hate right now, which, you know, I've been Theotard. It's not fun, but, you know, I'm sure it's fun for the person playing it. It's the most played card in Standard right now. This shouldn't be the thing that happens more than anything else in Standard. <laughs> like, it's in uh, Ixar has talked about back when he was game director. We'll get to that yeah, too. Yeah, we'll talk to that. Um, Ixar has talked about like Ticketus. People love Ticketus. You know, th- people want to be able to grief a little bit. But Ticketus was low play rate, low win rate. And he said, if this is the most popular, like, if this is a huge chunk of ladder, we should obviously do something about it. Theotar is the number one most played card in Standard. It's in half of decks. Make that number go down somehow. Make it go down somehow. Throw a mana or two on there, and people are like, all right, I'll do something else. Smothering Starfish was everywhere. They added a mana to it, and now it's, like, way less common. I still see it every so often, but it is it doesn't define my Standard experience. Theotar should not be the thing that I most associate with the Standard experience, so... I would mm-hmm. not be surprised if they nudged him in a balance patch, which we have a window for in about two weeks, uh, because they always do two weeks after the mini set. So the 11th of October is when I'm expecting changes. I am very hopeful they throw a man onto Theotar just to make people play him a little less. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, Contract Conjurer does really funky discounts, uh, but it's going to be changed. And then finally, if you're playing in the modes menu, then there's a bunch of people in a bunch of times in a row and that's going to get fixed too. So, uh, there's, there's lots of things that are kind of known issues and stuff. All of that can be found on the blog post. So if you are interested, that is linked in our show notes. Uh, so the mini set came out, Maw and Disorder is the name of the mini set and it's all very like courtroom trial based so it's like we've we've left the murder mystery we now have a a suspect uh, someone who's been accused (laughs) and uh yeah they are on trial for their crime so uh it's Sylvanas (laughs) she is back in a in a major way and uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that because I like Sylvanas. Well, liked. I'm just going to pretend a lot of the stuff over the last few years didn't happen in WoW. But yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> there, are, there are quite a few. So this is a very whimsical and clever set. Tons of pun names. Great oh set dressing. Oh my God, there's so many puns. There are some so of the fla- many puns. <laughs> there are so many. And some of the flavor text is just like really, really funny. There, there are definitely a lot of references to like Shadowlands in WoW. Uh, a lot of stuff that's happening there. But also just like a lot of Phoenix Wright references, which is obviously fantastic. I have no idea what that is. Ace Attorney? <laughs> Never played Ace Attorney? Were you shouting nope. objection at your DS? Oh, man. Nope. <laughs> you missed out. It's Apparently. They're, they're, they're available on a lot of different platforms where you, it's like you play a lawyer in an anime-esque legal mystery stuff. You have to solve the mystery and prove it and debate. And so, like, there's a microphone in the DS and you were supposed to shout objection to object in the game. You could also press a button, but what's the fun in that? Yeah, no, obviously. (laughs) 
always yell when you have the option to yell. <laughs> yeah. So I live my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, every class got three cards. We also got five neutrals. Um, so, uh, where do you want to start? I, I, so this is the content creators debate. Remember how I said, I really enjoyed the schedule as a player listener. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> do you want a 35 card by card review after the set is out and we've played with them? I don't think that's the way to go, but how do we express no. our feelings about all of this? <laughs> I don't have an answer. I'm speaking rhetorically, and this is not a conversation. You're listening to this after this is a recorded show that <laughs> lacks interactivity. Like, while you're listening to this, you're welcome to tweet at us, and, like, I'll probably reply. And I let don't us wanna, know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I well, did you say that uh, Meltranix is one of the ones that you were playing this week? I played it in this Talon. day, I guess? Played it in Talon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. But it was right. good in Talon. Yeah. It was all right. So let's go over, like, we can go over the legendaries and just talk through what's going on here. Uh, Prosecutor Meltranix, fun card, four mana, two, six, demon hunter, demon, battlecry. Your opponent can only play their left and right most cards in their next turn. This is this is another disruption card, but it doesn't take anything away. We have a question about disruption later, so I think it's a good card to talk about. This doesn't take mm -hmm. anything away from your opponent in terms of cards they can play ever, but it does often take away a turn. Because you can only, if your hand is a sandwich, you can only play the bread. Think of it as a, as a hot dog. You can only play the bun. Right. But then, so then if you, if I like play the, the rightmost card, I can play the rightmost card again and I can like go through my hand in that order, right? Correct. That is correct. Okay. So it's basically like as if you're playing Demon Hunter and you can only play your outcast cards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's a dynamic like change, not stationary. There are a couple cards in this set where you take a class mechanic and you project it onto your opponent. So yes, Maltranic says your opponent can only play cards in the outcast position. There's also a Shaman right. card, Framester, that overloads your opponent. So there's all sorts of stuff here that kind of flips things that way of prosecution or defense sort of thing. And Framester, this, this sneaky little guy that shuffles a bunch of... It's a 3-mana three 3-3. Three, three, shuffles three framed cards into your opponent's deck. When they when they're drawn, they overload for two, so you make them overload. That is, it's it's very it's an interesting concept to to think about like taking one class's mechanic that kind of like forms their identity and that they are built to work with or around. Um, so I feel like you work around overload in a lot of cases, and like you have powerful cards as a shaman that you pay an overload price for but the power level of your cards like makes up for that so it's it's really interesting to kind of like take something that makes a class unique and then like force it on another class that has no way to to get any sort of advantage out of it like demon hunter and outcast is, is another great example where like Demon hunters, when they play their outcast cards from those outcast positions, get a huge power spike. But it's like a mage just goes, damn it, but I want to play the thing in the middle. <laughs> I get no bonus from doing it this way. So uh, it's really interesting to see the the kind of interaction between like things that classes do that make them them versus like how hard it is for other classes to adapt and get any sort of anything out of it. Like it's just all downside, right? It's a very cool idea. Yeah. So it's there's some variety there. There are also some class sets that are much more in line with what you'd expect the class to want to do. Uh, 
I mean, Druid's class is weird, but Hunter does like beast death rattle secrets. Okay. Hunter stuff. Also, Nathanos is the defense attorney. His flavor yes. text. <laughs> Your honor, my client was simply trying a new tree trimming technique. <laughs> wow. <laughs> kind of messed up. Uh, but also kind of great. <laughs> is it too soon? I don't think it's too soon. It's fine. Nah. Well, maybe if you're BFA? in Night Elf, but... <laughs> was that BFA? Yeah, that Shaft? was the that start was... of BFA. Oh, man, that was the first year it's been a minute. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It was a, it's been a while. So, uh, yeah, I actually played with Nathanos because, um, like I was saying earlier, I played with that uh, kind of death rattle beastie hunter, and it has Nathanos in it. And it was really fun. It had played Shadehound, too. Um, and it was just kind of basically make a whole bunch of beasts, infuse all your stuff. Like Sire Denathrius was in there too. Um, so the new Sylvanas card. Uh, do we want to talk about the new Sylvanas card? We should probably do that. It's, let's do that. I've decided, let's skip over all these class sets and all that. Let's just talk about the couple of the interesting neutral legendaries here. And then we'll just move on to what are we playing? Because I think the idea of trying to get yeah. over every card here is just not going to happen. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Sylvanas, uh, she's actually, she's really cool. She's very, like, evocative of what she did as a classic Hearthstone card. Um, so she's a six mana five five uh, with a battle cry that says destroy an enemy minion, but she has infused text, so she's infused seven, take control of it instead. So very similar to um, what she used to do, which is when she died, she would steal a random minion from the other side of the board. So um it's it's kind of like just the same only different like just the same but updated for current hearthstone i really 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 like her design plus it makes use of the infused um mechanic from this expansion which i i think overall and and i mean hat you have a probably a better idea of hearthstone as a whole but i feel like it's been pretty effective like i i like infused i think you know we've seen a lot of infused cards see play and it seems like a good mechanic it feels good to me anyways better than corrupted it, it, that, yes that's not <laughs> close no i'm just thinking of like stuff you used to have to do to change your cards to make them more powerful I like the way that Infuse has worked out a whole lot more than trying to play higher mana cards to make your lower mana cards better. Like, I think this was really cool and feels natural. This is, I think, Nathria for the most part. Denathrius, notwithstanding. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, maybe endlessly was a bad idea, but, you know. <laughs> but he's, I don't see him as much anymore because they nerfed Kael'thas. Mm. So, yeah. Denathrius pre-patch notwithstanding, Edwin buff notwithstanding, outside of that that period where they made from hand stuff too good, this has been the most board-based I've seen modern Hearthstone ever. There's been mm -hmm. so much from hand power over the last few years in various different ways, where Demon Hunter and Ashes killing from hand a bunch of different ways, uh, like... Skolo had all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, obviously, the Stormwind conversations. Like, you know, there have been expansions where something like Barons was very board based because there wasn't anything else to do. But this format is all about just stuff running into other stuff all the time and doing wacky minion based things. And Infuse is a big part of that. The mechanics this year Dredge, Colossal, Infuse. What was the other one this set? There was one other one. This Locations. Set locations 
all bangers, all super great. And yeah, I really enjoy how Infuse plays where just I get rewarded for putting stuff on the board and then if it dies, like I get something out of it. So it just changes the, mm-hmm, yeah. the changes the value proposition there of like, why would I play minions? They're just going to die. Like, no, if they die, then I get something. And in this case with Sylvanas, I get your something. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's also, uh, Daniel in the chat room was pointing out, uh, it's not random, which is also really nice. So, Correct. You, you know, uh, old Sylvanas was totally random. So, you know, you could steal the super awesome thing or you could get the super terrible thing you didn't want. So it was always a cross your fingers kind of moment. And you could obviously manipulate the board to work out in your favor as best as possible. But, you know, sometimes it did not. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, she's she's really, really, really cool uh, design and obviously uses stuff from this expansion. But, yes, she is Sylvanas the Accused. Uh, and then uh, I don't exactly know. I know how the jailer fits in in WoW lore, but I don't know how the jailer fits in in the courtroom. I guess is he is he the judge? Is that what what's going on here? <laughs> uh, or is he just sitting off in the wings waiting for a verdict? <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question with another question. You said you understood how the jailer fits in in the WoW lore. You, <laughs> you sure you want to explain? No. That? <laughs> I guess no one really knows how the jailer. Oh, man, the jailer was had the most potential ever, and then had about two minutes of actual airtime in the expansion. He was supposed to be the big bad in, and it was ridiculously terrible. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's gonna be Sarge Harris again. I just know it. It's gonna be Sarge yeah. Harris again because it's all. It's always Sarge. Always comes it back is. to Sarge. But anyways, yeah. the Jailer, mechanically, people don't know how he fits in yet either, but they are trying. The Jailer is a 10-mana 10-10 battle cry. Destroy your deck. For the rest of the game, your minions are immune. Whoa. Hold up. There's a lot going on here. First of all, let me remind everybody how immune works. And by remind, I mean explain, because it is kind of fusing. So, <laughs> if you're not sure of how an interaction will go, ask yourself what would happen if this minion had stealth and divine shield, that's what immune basically translates to. If this minion always had stealth and always had divine shield, can't take damage, can't be targeted by my opponents, it can be frozen, you can freeze stealthy divine shieldy things, can be killed by twisting nethers or deadly shots or whatever, because those things, you know, stealth divine shield minions can die, they just can't take damage, and they can't be targeted. Uh, so they also can't have taunt. So if you're planning on not being dead because of taunts, and then you play the Jailer, you don't have taunts anymore. So <laughs> be aware that that happens. But there are a lot of goofy decks that, like Paladin's the class that seems to be topping out of the Jailer the most. There are some people trying to cheat it out, some people just trying to play big stuff to get there. Because you have, like, if you do the new deck ordering card, there's a new deck ordering card in Paladin that flips your deck highest lo- cost to lowest cost, and you draw a card. If you go Carial into Jailer, it's pretty hard to die, and then you have a board of stuff that, like, is just around probably forever. Well, yeah, because, I mean, even if you have absolutely nothing else, you have one immune Jailer, right? Because he himself is a minion. So when you play the Jailer, you have an immune 10-10. <laughs> yes, correct. So doesn't go face that turn or anything like that, but you're not going to be able to bump these off the board through minion combat because you can't even fight them, and if you could, they couldn't take damage. So... You have to be way ahead on life or be able to slow the game down or something. Now it's, you know, it's King Duplis in our Discord has been posting tons of replays of like just casting a solid alibi and then freezing the board and the paladins just fall over because they can't deal with 
what happens if anyone plays off the board and does damage from hand. Uh, but mm-hmm. there are ways around this. You can also be a priest. You can whirlpool them and all their <laughs> stuff goes away. And they destroy their deck so they don't have more resources left over. Yeah. They have to, they have to play with what they have. But it's a fascinating, weird effect that people are trying out. And there are a lot of strange edge case interactions here. It's, it's a cool kind of card to print in a mini set. No clue how good it is, but people are trying it out right now. I do think that the mini set is the perfect time to kind of experiment with stuff like that. (laughs) Like it's a smaller set. You want it to be kind of disruptive and change some stuff. But you maybe, you know, especially if you're happy with where the meta is at and you don't want to mix stuff up. It's like you want to give players things that are fun to experiment with, but maybe not necessarily meta breaking. So I think this is really cool that like. This is just wild. Like, like I don't wacky. know. And again, yeah. it was such a short reveal season that I don't even know if people got to like card reviews. And I'm sure that there are content creators out there that worked all weekend to get a set review out. But like, how do you even like, <laughs> including I raised that, my apparently? Hand. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know how you even evaluate this card. Like you just look at that and you're just like. Maybe five, maybe one. <laughs> that was kind of where I landed. We did a, so <laughs> I did a recording Sunday night into Monday. And I mean, like over that night, it's don't, don't think about my sleep schedule. It's not, it's better for everyone if you don't. <laughs> um, but it, we, where we talked over everything and my conclusion, the jailer at the time is I haven't heard of any strategy yet before release where I couldn't just remove the Jailer from the deck list and the deck stayed the same or got better. So I was waiting for something where destroying the deck was a net positive. People are trying out Quest Warlock, where you generate the fatigue damage by destroying your own deck. You can take a Renathal deck and bring it from however many you started with to nothing with 10-drop much faster than you otherwise could. Uh, people have been playing it been playing in Paladin just for big, like, giant things quickly. Uh, and... I was wondering, like, do you ever play this in Quest Priest and then delete the deck and then play the reward? But probably not. Oh, I see what you mean. By play the reward, you mean, like, play the the minion that comes out of the quest. Yeah, not the... And then you put the kill the hero card in your deck and immediately draw it next turn. Okay, I'm on board now. (laughs) I thought you meant, like, yeah. If we had the shard in our (laughs) hand instead of this, we would just play the shard. Yeah, just play the shard. (laughs) It's, and then I was like, if correct. the shard's not in your hand, then you're destroying your shard. What are you doing? See, you <laughs> are never good mind. I understand. <laughs> if you can destroy the enemy hero, do it. That's our do strategy it. section wrap for the week, folks. I didn't play the bumper yet. We'll just get that now. <laughs> you got to warn me when we're going into strategy, Joss. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I thought we were still doing card reviews. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> I think that uh yeah, the jailers are a really cool kind of card. Uh other than um Nathanos, were there any other legendaries? I don't think there's anything else. Just the Demon Hunter, which we already touched on. Yeah, that uh, was it. That's all yep. the legendaries. Yep. We did it. These normally uh-huh. they're they're these sets are not designed with like every class has to get cards at the same rarity. And again, because we're usually not matter. opening packs for this. Well, so if you choose not to buy it and you're opening packs, then it might matter from that standpoint. But also, you really should just spend the gold on this. There were a couple people I talked to on Twitter that were like, I'm just going to open packs till I get this. I was like, how are you going to buy the packs? Gold? Just buy the mini set. Buy it. 
It's, you are not going to get a better value on your gold the entire year than the three mini sets in gold. Yeah, very true. Uh, so what have you actually been playing out of these cards then? I, and I already know the answer because, uh, bam, I have hats decks. <laughs> so I have had to compile deck lists while doing other stuff. Ahem, working. <clears throat> um, because it's been, a you know, it's Wednesday. The mini set came out 32 hours ago, and it was eight hours delayed on Amazon App Store, which is what I used to... to get the thing so uh i've played like five games of standard something like that but everyone's been fun so far and i'm gonna play more later but yeah i've tried out aggro demon hunter i've tried out uh the updated edwin rogue with scribbles scribbling stenographer is a six mana four four that uh has rush that gets one mana cheaper for every spell you've played this turn new rogue card he 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 writes a lot yeah I'm just going to call him Scribbles. I, okay, first of all, I love Scribbles. And yes. Second of all, I love this card art, so I am down for this. <laughs> yes, it's great. Um, I've been trying. I tried out some Secret Mage. It's all right. I haven't found a list that I really love, but I found something I like. It's all right. I've heard people, I think Secret Mage is the deck that I've heard the most people talking about. And this is like just purely based on like our Discord and, and Twitter and stuff like that. And while I've been looking for like decks to try in the first day of the mini set and Secret Mage, I've seen talked about more than anyone else. But almost everyone who says I tried Secret Mage followed it up with it's not good. <laughs> like, I lost. This is bad. But it's fun. But it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's... The list that I found that I'm going to try next, which is here in the show notes, is a wildfire list, which I think makes more sense. There were... I tried more, like, super aggro lists, and you just run out of cards too quickly. So this mm-hmm. list doesn't run Fireball, doesn't run Frozen Touch. Unfortunately, I wanted to go play Tempo Mage. You can't play Tempo Mage anymore. This is a Wildfire list with secrets, not, not an aggro secret mage list. But still does the job. You still cheat out 6-6s six sometimes. But the important thing to note, especially with Sketchy Stranger, which discovers secrets from other classes, Dawn Grasp, can, the hero, can replay four secrets because you get mm. Holy or Nature secrets or whatever from other classes objection is a new mage secret which i think is kind of um that and the and the contract conjurer which is the cheating out six six that you're talking about um those two kind of i think is is why people are talking about secret mage as as a a potentially viable deck so objection is the new secret obviously three mana because it's a mage secret when your opponent plays a minion counter it so counter spell but for minions um, and so that is that works the same as uh, what's his face, the two six where you can counter a spell or counter a minion in that, like, it doesn't die. It just never happens. Um, so, you know, no death rattles, no no shenanigans like that. So uh, and then contract conjurers, six mana, six, six that costs three less for each secret you control. So it's free if you have two secrets in play. And then and like had said, they don't have to be mage secrets. So. Yeah, there's there there could be something there, but maybe we just haven't figured out the best mage deck yet. Yeah, it's hard to say, especially considering that the streamlined spooky mage ping list was so so optimized that 
it's going to be well it's before anything really comes good. close to that. I've seen it is. like I, I think I saw three or four in the games that I played today of spooky mages and they're just man, they wrecked everything I tried to do. They were just so good. <laughs> Very good. I was playing a bunch of the frozen touchless before the patch and uh, having a good time and killing people surprisingly quickly. Yeah, I got frozen touch today and I didn't like it. <laughs> I was just like, why is this happening over and over and over and stop, please? <laughs> They didn't. And then well, I got they did eventually because you died. Well, yeah, because I died. <laughs> it's very true. Very, very true. Uh, okay, so you mentioned the Paladin a couple times. So why don't, why don't we talk about the Paladin? So this list that I have here, and these lists are all in the show notes. This is a 30-card pure list with a very low curve. Very, very low curve. It's Order in the Court is one of the new cards. Two mana. If you know Pole Kelt, it's Pole Kelt your deck. Stack your deck highest to lowest, and also you draw a card. The cards you will draw in order are Light Ray, Other Light Ray, Cariel, Countess. Beyond that, who cares? So. <laughs> and Countess is the one, uh, sorry, yeah, Countess uh, gives you the invitations, right? And then the, the free legendaries yes. or the cheap legendaries. The seven sorry. drop that if your deck is pure... Then you get three two-mana invitations, which discover a class legendary and set its cost to zero. So the goal here is you play Order in the Court on turn six, turn seven, if you've drawn a Light Ray or Carriel. You draw a Light Ray, you play it right away. Next turn, you draw another Light Ray, you play that, you do other stuff. Next turn, you draw Carriel on eight. Turn nine, you draw Countess and go Countess Invite. Very reliable, very consistent, everything else super low curve. You get to play the other really good new card, Class Action Lawyer, who is very funny because she takes action if you have no neutral cards. She takes a class action. It's very, it's a, it's a class. <laughs> they made the pun. I, just I didn't make like, the pun. When I, <laughs> when I play her and she goes, my client has the soul of a Kyrian. I was like, okay, that's actually a pretty good line. <laughs> I'm like, it's pretty funny. You've done a lot of really good uh, flavor with this set. <laughs> yes. So, and also this card is busted, insane, bonkers, ridiculous. Two mana, two, three, battle cry. If your deck has no neutral cards, set a minion stats to one, one. It's worth noting. If you have one of your own minions in play and they don't have any minions, you have to target it. Does not say enemy. You yeah. don't get the tr the opt out. But two mana, two three, set something to a one one. I played against a Naga priest today. They played a seven nine <laughs> boon of the ascended. I was like, nah, it's a one one, <laughs> and just killed both the original and the copy with this and other paladin stuff. And it was very mm -hmm. enjoyable. I don't play a lot of Paladin, but this felt like I, I had power and agency and card draw. And, like, I just got to do stuff. Two mana, make a two, three, and, like, your thing doesn't matter anymore? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it reminds me of, follow the rules! <laughs> yes! Exactly. Except... Very, very Paladin-y. But also, this hits the health, too, and is cheaper. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I did, yeah, I tried this too. And I think Order in the Court is is a really fun card to play and does kind of give Paladin that bit of reliability that you didn't necessarily have before. And I think playing this and then, you know, the fact that it actually has card draw like baked into the card is what makes it so good is that you're doing a thing by ordering your deck, but then also getting something immediately out of that two mana, right? Like you're not just... 
you know, getting or doing a thing for two mana and then going, oh, what else do I have to do this turn? You know, like you actually have a bit of payoff immediately, which I think is what makes it more viable than other things we've seen like this in the past. And it's usually a light ray, which is usually a zero mana five, five taunt. And let me tell you, draw a zero mana five, five taunt. Good payoff. Pretty solid. Mm hmm. And the deck is, so the deck we have in the show notes is super low curve so that you're playing a bunch of Paladin cards all the time. So you're pretty likely to have that light rate cost not anything. Like if you do a Sinful Suchef, the the recruits are Paladin cards. So it's very easy to get that get that cost knocked down. Sinful Suchef was from uh, the main set, the Castle set, and uh, is a one mana card that puts two Silverhand recruits into your hand. When it dies. Yeah, and then, so like you said, those two recruits are paladin cards and they're one mana, so you can just kind of dump them out and then you're discounting your light ray as you're doing that. So, yeah, I think um, this is the best I feel like paladin has felt in a long time. <sighs> Part of me wishes that Cariel wasn't in there because I feel like Cariel's just been in every paladin since she was released, but I mean, it is because she's so powerful. <laughs> but yeah, it just... Uh, I'm starting to feel about Cariel how I felt about Librams. Like, I will be glad when she's done. <laughs> We're more than halfway through her tenure. I will say, yeah. I'm glad she costs eight and not seven anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they fixed that. I'm glad that they still have her because without her, they would super not have anything to do ever. But yeah, when this effect rotates, we'll have shows where you're like, remember when Paladin used to take half damage? Remember that? Maybe they just get a lot of healing. So if they take damage, then it doesn't matter. But then we're back in Librem territory again. So, I mean. (laughs) Listen, Palin's going to have healing, stats, and uh, set health to one. They're going to do that. I don't know how they're going to do those things. I don't know the, the engine that they'll use. But they will do those three things next year, every year, forever. (laughs) <laughs> Paladin's very clear about what Paladin does. Very true. Uh, so is there any any other decks you wanted to highlight before we move on to some more news? There are too many. I just want to play a lot of Hearthstone. Listener, yeah. <laughs> if you're not sure what to do, now is the best time to play because no one really knows what to do. You can do pretty much anything right now. You know, pretty much anything. I haven't seen a ton of Warrior decks. That's the only one that I haven't really seen a lot going around. But every other class, people are trying some stuff. So you want to try some stuff, get out there, try some stuff. Yeah, because Warrior, um, I feel like they're already pretty set, right? Like Warrior has a couple things that they're doing. They're doing it pretty well. They didn't really need much support. Like they've got like, well, they, the, okay, Pirate, like the quest Pirate Warrior is still viable. Like it's been around forever, but it's still a fine deck. And kind of to your point of like, if you want to just pick a thing and do it forever, like there's some decks that are still good that haven't changed, but they don't really have to. And then uh, I feel like Enrage is still fine too. Like, fine is exactly where they are. Yeah, <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> they didn't get a lot of like weapons expert than the new card three mana three two that if you have a weapon you give it a plus one plus one otherwise go draw a weapon. It's a really strong card. Uh, but if you look at Warrior overall where it is right now, it had the fewest options. They had to work the hardest to get to fifty fifty. And that hasn't really changed much with the mini set. Paladin kind of got a new lease on life. And 
Warriors Super didn't still dead last uh, on the front page of HSR in terms of class ratings with a an aggregate win rate of 42.4%. Um, if I was a Warrior fan, I probably wouldn't be thrilled right now, even though there were things that I could do. If I did something else, it would probably be better, and that's been the case for most of the expansion. So they have shells that could be viable. They have cards that are fun. Do they have decks that routinely win? Not really right now. Not really. Well, maybe they will in the next set. Because again, I, I feel like so. uh, we're Warrior and, and Paladin too are, are a couple of those decks that like they were on top for quite a while. <laughs> they got yes. hit with a nerf bat a few times and still were on top. And so, you know, it's okay if they're at the bottom for a bit. You know, we'll just we're cycling things through. We're letting other people be on top. It's probably Hunter's going to be the next one to get the nerf bat. <laughs> yes, I would expect so. But and to your point, just looking at the stats, Quest Pirate Warrior at most of ladder is still totally fine. If you want yeah, to keep doing that thing, you can keep <laughs> doing that thing. Um, but, you know, if I were a warrior player, I'd be like, hey, we've done a lot of pirating. Can we do something else, please? Yep. <laughs> very, very, very true. Well, uh, before we get into the rest of the news, uh, we're going to take a second and thank our sponsor. <laughs> Today's episode of The Angry Chicken is sponsored by Honey. And speaking of Honey, my Honey's birthday is coming up this week. Of course, I left shopping to the last minute, so I popped online to find a gift. I wasn't sure what I was going to land on, so of course I didn't have promo codes ready to go. I didn't even know what I was going to buy. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. It supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for the site, and if it finds a working coupon, you'll watch prices drop. I was able to get a discount from a local board game store and save $15 on Matt's birthday present, as well as get free shipping. I was really surprised that they had codes for stores that aren't chains and that are located in Canada. I never would have thought to look for a discount code if it wasn't for Honey. And Honey doesn't just work on desktop, it works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's literally free and installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. I'd never recommend something I don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash TAC. That's joinhoney.com slash T-A-C. Thanks for supporting the brands that support the Angry Chicken. In keeping with our news this week, uh, Patch 24.4 also brought some Battlegrounds updates, including uh, Sylvanas, as I mentioned earlier on in the show, has returned. She is at Armor Tier 1. Uh, with the hero power Reclaimed Souls. So for one gold, you can give plus two, plus one to your minions that died last combat. Now, I haven't had a chance to play her yet, but she is appearing in all lobbies for two weeks after the patch has launched. So uh, for the next two weeks, minus a day. And uh, yeah, so I've seen a lot of her, but haven't actually had a chance to play her myself. Um but I don't think she's very good. <laughs> At least I seem to see her going out in seventh and eighth a lot in my lobbies. 
Let's see here. Uh, oh. The stats agree with you. <laughs> She's not the worst. Not the absolute worst. She's the second worst. <laughs> I feel like so she's armor tier one and maybe that's the thing is they just you know launched her in a in a cautious manner and maybe what she needs is a little bit more armor but it feels like plus two plus one and your minions have to die and if you're winning your minions aren't dying the other person's minions are dying so I don't know it seems like if you're getting your hero power online, then and it costs gold as well, which it seems like kind of a small buff to have a cost associated with it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, this seems to me like especially late game, like the buff is very small and also you don't want your stuff to die. I don't know. Uh, to me. On paper, she doesn't seem strong, <laughs> so yeah, she scales well with divine shields and reborn. So, mechs and bronze warden. Um, very good with mechs and bronze warden. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure like cyclone, divine shield, wind fury, probably pretty good there. Uh, but yeah, overall, when I, when I look at the patch and sort by all MMRs, uh, she is in the middle of tier four. They need to give her some armor. I'll give that girl some armor. She'll be fine. Um, you know, much like they did in wow box art, they gave her some armor and things got better. Uh, cause there was a real dark <laughs> period there, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, it reminds me of like a Syndragosa where you can maybe jump mm. ahead for a few turns, but then like, it just kind of starts to fall off pretty quickly. So if they gave her some armor and then either made the numbers bigger or made it zero gold and that might be better, but zero gold, you're not really making much of a decision. You're just going to slam the button every time. So one gold might be fine. I could easily see this being plus two, plus two instead at a plus two plus one like give a little extra health um also she does have a cool piece of tech if you hover the hero power button it shows you the minions that will get the buff before you press it mm. that's kind of nice yeah i always like things that let me not have to keep track <laughs> yeah. like, I, like i mentioned earlier on and not the hashtag not sponsored but um i am using firestone now and i noticed that like when i was playing over in standard they have a little counter that's like this is what your relics are at and then i forgot to fire it up one time and i went to play demon hunter and i was like wait how many times is my relic or how buffed is my relic what's happening <laughs> like it's just those little pieces of information that's really nice to have and it's nice that it's kind of built into the game in in the sylvanas case um, cause yeah, I, especially, uh, the other thing they do in battlegrounds is, um, like when you have, um, the, the four, three pirate that you can buy that for how uh, buffs, depending on how many other pirates you've bought in the game or, um, the, uh, six, three elemental guy that buffs your leftmost, depending on how many elementals you've played. There's a Domo. counter for all of those things. Yeah. Domo. There's a counter for all of those things in Firestone that it puts on your overlay. And it's so helpful because you don't have to think about it anymore. What if I never thought about it to begin with? <laughs> yeah, I just went, I hope this is enough. <laughs> well, I'm not doing any math. Just like, it's, uh, I want the biggest number. And, and so I'll just play them at the end and it's fine. But yes, having yep. a counter is nice. Uh, but yeah, I've... I've never I've even come to consumed. rely on it <laughs> and because I because I don't tend to track things like that and I would definitely be the kind of player that would go into my shop phase and go wait what died 
did that die or not die? I won the last one. Crap. <laughs> and then I would totally forget. So, I mean, it's easy if you lose because all your stuff died and then your whole board gets buffed. So, yay. <laughs> but if it, you didn't lose your combat, yay. then <laughs> then yay. <laughs> kind of a mixed bag here. <laughs> kind of a mixed yay. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, like I say, I haven't actually had a chance to play her yet, but she seems underwhelming, so I'm sure we'll probably see, because armor is one of those things we talked about, not last week, but the week before, uh, that's one of those things they can kind of change on the fly. It doesn't require them to do big, huge patches and stuff, so uh, probably see an update for her sooner rather than later, I would think, because you want heroes to maybe not be OP, but at least be exciting, right, on release. The next time they do an exciting. armor upgrade, yeah, it's next time they do an armor upgrade, um, then I imagine that they will help her out. Maybe, like, she dies a lot, so maybe you can press the button and, like, give your minions the next game, plus two, plus one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the shade, though. Uh, another hidden body has also returned to the quest pool, uh, so... This is the one that allows you to complete the quest and your quest is the same every time, but you can earn the reward endlessly and it lets you discover a minion from your tavern tier. It is now harder to complete than it was before, but it is back in the quest pool. They are also doing a really cool new cosmetic, which are legendary Battlegrounds boards. They have six different visuals now. Uh, There's a visual for the recruit phase, the combat phase, when you are in the top four, when you're on a win streak, when you're low health, and then when you land a big hit, there's different visuals for all of those different situations. So the first one is going to be available starting October 11th. And uh, they also actually previewed uh, a new strike. And <laughs> I feel like it's such a missed opportunity. It's Murloc based. And we have a, an email question about that in a couple of minutes. But um it's Murloc based and it's just it's slime. I was like, why isn't the upgraded version of this strike a whole bunch of tiny Murlocs running across the board and stopping on your opponent's face? That would be perfect. I would pay so many dollars for that. <laughs> I would guess the animation on like little model, like little characters is different than like all the swooshy wooshy animations that they have, which are always like one effect instead of little things running. But yes, it was a bunch of little, uh, like, Murloc tiny fin, just like, yes, (laughs) that would be so much better. I would, even if it was like double the price of a normal strike because they had to animate all those little tiny Murlocs, I'd pay it. I would pay it. Yeah. (laughs) I I can't be the only one. I would pay it and then murgurgle all over my opponents for the rest of forever. (laughs) I'm gonna. Put that in the show title. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be super good and super fun, and I'm a little bit disappointed that it's just a ball of slime. That's all I'm saying. But yes, I didn't buy the slime strike. I didn't buy the slime strike. I do think the legendary boards, like they're looking pretty cool. Like it's okay. I'm going to a little ranch house. I'm do I'm do okay a ranch. because I like the creativity they're doing. With the BG's cosmetics, I think they're really high quality. The legendary portraits on the track are really nice. There's a lot of cool stuff in the game now. They put out some bundles. Some of the bundles they put out have heroes that I really want. They're all food and cooking show themed heroes. There's 
cooking Reno, and there's like there's a there's a someone has a burger. I think it's Burger Uther or whatever. Oh, like I don't know. Uh, I think it's Bran, isn't it? There's Bran and Reno are in right now. I think in the constructed side actually, and then or maybe mm-hmm. it's in the BGs. No, see, I think Brandon Reno, yeah, Brandon Reno are on the constructed side, and that because they are hunter and mage, and they come with yes. a hunter mage pack and a and a, and a like grill barbecue uh, card back uh, because it has a card back, so I paid attention. <laughs> and then on the battleground side, they murlocified uh, a bunch of them, so there's like Murloc Bob and and Murloc yes. Wagtoggle and a couple of others, Murloc Murloc Mukla. <laughs> Which is very hard to wrap my tongue around. Very hard to say. They put those on sale for 2,500 runestones. Blizzard. Blizzard, (laughs) please. Make it easier for me to spin your decisions. Because if these were 500 runestones each, or even lower, even if you made me break up a runestone bundle, but they were, I could either buy all of them for 20 bucks or buy each one for 400, buy all of them for 2,500 and one for 500. If you show me right away how runestones can benefit me because I just get to buy what I want. First of all, I spend more money because I buy what I want instead of buying nothing, which is what I did. Second of all, I trust you more because you did what you said you were going to do and I immediately see how it benefits me as a consumer. I get to buy just the piece I want, which is why you told me you were putting this in the game. I say, okay, I get it now, and I have something new, and you have my 500 runestones or $5, whatever. Instead, we spin up bundles after you told me, oh yeah, these are in the game to facilitate smaller transactions, and I have to buy these with the runestones as part of a larger transaction. Help me help you. I can't (laughs) spin this positively. If you don't let me have the thing that you told me was going to be the benefit for me. Can't do it. And honestly, like, I want Murloc Bob. But I will never give them a dime for Murloc Shutterwalk because that thing gives me nightmares. I want yes. that nowhere near my account. I would pay Runestones to have it removed from my account if it ever came <laughs> onto my account. I want to buy Murloc Bob, the bartender. I would equip him right now. I would give you 500 Runestones right now. But instead, it's part of a 2,500 runestone bundle. Don't want to do it. Too many bundles. Too much stuff. We already talked about it. Give me a la carte, which is why you told me you were doing this thing. Please. Please. Let me build faith in the thing that you're doing that I don't trust. Let me do that. And in order to do that, all you got to do, give me more different ways to give you money. That's all you got to do. Instead of just the old way with the new sticker on it. I want a new way, like you said, you're going to bring me. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. And I feel the same about that same bundle, except for I would buy the Murloc Wag Toggle so fast. But yes. the Murloc Bob gives me nightmares. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just, no, thank you. <laughs> and they just they just did the a la carte heroes too, like the immediate most recent thing. And I bought Delivery Daryl because he had an adorable little mm-hmm. hat and he was just so cute. And like I and I'm a big Daryl fan. And there are Murloc emotes. There's a Murloc emote bundle. I only want mm-hmm. the Daryl hat one. But I can't just buy that one. But you and can't if I just could buy just, that one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's if there's gonna be a period where they're available individually, then sure, I guess I'll wait. But also, what if you just did a la carte right away? 
and then I could have it and you could have my money. Well, and then they could do like a la carte, like, because I'm assuming that the the heroes are going to be a little bit more. And oh, my God. See, again, I hate I hate this so much because I was going to say maybe a la carte they're 600 but then 600 doesn't fit a bundle nicely because of course it doesn't because this whole thing is dumb but anyways like and then so you could offer you know like the bundle is a discount because that's what bundles are supposed to be is hey if you buy a whole bunch of the things then they won't cost as much so you know like to me that means like you could do five five hero skins for 2000 and then give us each hero for 500 each. So if you bought them individually, you'd spend 2,500. But if you just buy the bundle, you spend 2000 runestones, something like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's really, it's really weird how, how everything is working right now in this new runestone system. And I think you're right that they, they have a lot of like a lot of work to do a long way to go before, you know, we've got some, some confidence in them again around this whole system and they are definitely not not there yet. So uh, yeah, we will we'll keep you up to date. But yeah, the legendary battlegrounds boards is is the new hotness. So uh, go and check out the blog post linked in our show notes if that is something that interests you. Uh, really quick before we get into emails, uh, we have some Team Five changes. Uh, Ixar, after many 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 years at Blizzard, uh, I believe eleven years at Blizzard and nine years on the Hearthstone team, he has left us. Sad face. I did like it's one of those things where he's been such a fixture of Hearthstone that I really didn't see this coming. And if you sit there and think about it, nine years like or well, 11 years at a company, nine years on a product is a very long time in this economy. <laughs> like, you know, it is it is a very and he's kind of like climbed up through the ranks over the years, but he's been such a fixture and uh, he's definitely going to be missed on the Hearthstone team. I think one of the things that I liked the most about having him on the Hearthstone team in the past few years is all the AMAs that he did. Like he seemed to be very open and frank with the Hearthstone community and he took a lot of grief for it, but uh, still came back like week in and week out and was like, okay, here we go. AMA 172. Let's go. (laughs) And uh, yeah, he was, he was really great. He was a a good ambassador for the devs and the community really liked him. And it's it's definitely a loss. Yeah. He's, he was a good dude and a cool Hearthstone dad, and the team is built up enough that this won't impact the day-to-day of making cards all that much, but his influence was there for a decade. He earned his way in the Hearthstone team from inside Blizzard. He finished the first season of Hearthstone ranked ever, rank one legend. He was the number one finisher the first season in Inter, like closed, super closed beta under the old, old, old rank system that never made it to live. Mm-hmm. And then he got on the team. And then he's been there since 2013. Which is crazy to think about because game making people don't like to maintain as much. They like to make. They like to do something new. Now it's League of Legends where he's going. He is the design director of League of Legends. Not going to make a new game there. He's going to keep doing League of Legends. But that is like... Design director, he is the number one person on League of Legends. I can't see anyone turning down that job. Like, that is, oh boy. And so, much props to him. Deserved, earned, amazing. And uh, and the people remaining on the team, there was some recognition. A lot of people got promoted. Some engineering staff, some design staff. Shout out to people that you may not know as well. Angel Delacash is now a, uh, a data science manager. Got promoted. 
and Hypo. Uh, they went from uh, engineer to senior engineer on the features pod. They've been there forever uh, doing a lot of stuff. And then on the design team, Gallon and uh, Minty Fresh, Leo, have both been there for, I think it's two years now. They both went from associate designer to full time, like full designer, the mid-level designer. Uh, and Cora is the initial design lead and a senior designer. Oh, man. She's so great. She's so wonderful. That makes me so happy. She's in charge. I like that. I'm a big fan. Yep. We are we are big chorus stands here. So I, I'm just I'm so happy to see this. I'm so happy to see some some upward mobility for some great folks. And uh yeah, look forward to seeing what everybody's gonna put out and well, I guess in the next expansion, which should be coming, you know, in the next couple months. And uh yeah, we will keep you guys up to date on all of that. But congratulations to everybody moving up within the Hearthstone team. Uh do we have a bumper ready for some emails? Hello. Hello. Um, just quickly, do you get my message? Yep. Oh. Hello, brother. <laughs> Wait a minute. Got an urgent Garrett update. Oh. <laughs> because for those of you that don't know, there is a very large hurricane passing through Florida right now. But we have an update from Garrett as of now. Uh, the dogs are calm and happy. Also... Winds are under 80 miles per hour again. No leaks. Windows fine. They have power. Our boy's going to be okay. Going to be okay. That is wonderful news because, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I know that Florida gets hit every year by hurricanes. This is old hat for him, but I know every time one comes through, it's always a nail bitey experience for me watching from way far away with nothing that I can do for him. And uh, yes, it's good to know because I think this is also probably since Garrett and I have been friends, this is the closest to his actual house that uh, where that made landfall like there was a period a couple days ago or maybe even yesterday where i think he tweeted and a map with a big circle that's like garrett lives approximately here and it was like hurricane path <laughs> right over garrett's house and i was just like damn <laughs> the the red line that indicates the path of the storm cuts off the name of his town so yeah that's ugh. yep but it ended up going a little bit south, and and he's slightly inland, I think. So, yeah, he's. Uh, I'm glad that everything's okay because, uh, yeah, some of the videos coming out of Florida today were just crazy, unbelievable. I saw one of a shark going to like. I mean, <laughs> the shark just swimming down the street. I'm like, damn. Okay. <laughs> Sharknado was a documentary. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't want to say that. That's how my non-Florida brain, like, that's where my brain goes when I look at that footage. I'm like, oh, oh, we're there now, are we? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah, we are very, very happy that, that Garrett's okay. And uh, if you do want updates, go follow him over on Twitter, which you should already be doing. Uh, but, yeah, so that is going to bring us to our email section today. You can send your emails to tacpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're a patron, you can hit us up on the patron discord like Mixed Clouds did. He says, hi, you two. How do you feel about all these new cards messing with our hands? I know cards have already been stolen and eaten before, but it feels like with the mini set, all this disruption has reached a new level. 
No hand feels safe anymore. And personally, it stresses me out a bit. What are your thoughts? I feel the same. <laughs> like, I mean, every time I get theater, I'm just like, man, okay, I guess this is happening. And obviously that's not a mini set card, um, but we did talk about the legendary that makes you have to play your outcast cards. Um, There's a warrior card that's a one mana dirty rat a spell. So it's not a mm. minion, but it just one mana pull a minion out of your opponent's hand and put it into play. Um, kind of scary to do. You don't want to just... Even if Jailer skips the battle cry, you don't really want to give your opponent a 10 10. You don't suit. That's not yeah. <laughs> ideal. But yeah, there's there are cards with disruptive text on it. But yeah, Joss, tell me, tell me your feelings. Tell me how you feel. I mean, I I don't know. I, I feel like I like my hand to be like if I'm on the receiving end, it's one of those mechanics. If I'm on the receiving end, it feels bad. If I am on the doing end, it feels good because I don't necessarily like when my opponent can do their crazy big power spiky turn, whatever that happens to be. Um, but at the same time, I hate it when I get prevented from doing my big spiky thing. And especially if it's something along the lines of Dirty Rat or Mutanus. Like, I think that it's okay when we're talking about like the Demon Hunter legendary that does it for a turn. But when it's like... I'm going to take your resource and I'm going to take it away forever, then that feels really, really bad, right? Because it could be a very integral piece to the whole reason that you play your deck. And then if you can't do the thing that you're trying to do, that's the kind of thing that even if it's turn three makes me go, okay, bottom right, I'm done. I'm moving on. Um, and and it's never great when you're still on 30 health to be thinking, well, this game is over. <laughs> And that's how some disruption makes me feel. So I guess it depends on the type of disruption as to kind of how I feel about the fact that it's in the game. I'll give a shorter answer. Theatar happens too much. The rest is probably well, fine. Yeah. <laughs> what percentage of the things that make you feel that way are not theatar? Mm. Not many. And I think, you know, I think the problem with theatar is the discover part. Is that like, I mean, if you let you maybe choose from your own hand, but then it just randomly takes something away from your opponent, because that's how everything else has worked, right? Like you had to really think when you were going to play Dirty Rat, what is my opponent trying to do? What point in the game are we at? What are the chances that I'm really going to disrupt their combo without then also dying myself by, like you say, pulling something like a 10-10 out of their hand? Like you had to be strategic with when you Dirty Ratted because it was a random effect. I think the fact that Theotar discovers it is what makes it feel so bad because you always have your best card taken. Always. <laughs> it feels well, like there's no random there. <laughs> it feels that way. It's, uh, Elusia wasn't random either. You just got everything. She was too much. Yeah. I think yes. <laughs> Theotar, I think, is actually not a bad happy medium, except it feels so powerful to play. That four mana three three doesn't feel like enough of a cost. If he costs mm. six, half the decks would not be able to get away with him. He was a six mana four four. You would really have to think about spending a whole last turn on him. If he was even five mana at the same at the same stats, you would still like really wonder: Is this a thing that I'm gonna do or not? Can I survive through it? Whatever is it worth doing? It would be less common, but I think like. It's just a question of how often is this happening 
And the answer is way too often, mutinous didn't happen as much because it costs seven. It costs so much. You had to get to that point in the game. And if I'm an aggro deck, you can mutinous my empty hand all you want. Enjoy your 4-4. I'm going to kill you now. So they didn't even play it. Theotar, they'll still play it against aggro. I'll still, like, I will tell you, when they Theotar and then concede while looking at my hand, great <laughs> feeling. Fantastic <laughs> feeling. 10 out of 10 would recommend. But you have to be playing something aggressive there. I was going to say, maybe I'm just not playing enough aggro. That's the problem. When you play enough aggro, then they just can't disrupt you because, okay, I'll just play the next thing. <laughs> if I don't have any cards, you can't have any. I have, if I have nothing in my hand, if all my stuff is in play, you cannot take anything from my hand. Now, they can do a board clear or whatever. It's not, you know, whatever. But I do think there's aggro <laughs> to enjoy there. And I will say, go, let's go back to Stormwind a little bit. A year ago, conversation. I hate this term, but I'm going to say it anyways, for the sake of the content, solitaire meta. That was the thing that was going around, right? I can't interact with the quest. I can't interact with your Theotar, except with my own Theotar. If you take something from me, that is just, Theotar is just reactive quest lines. Yes, I said it. Yes, I said it. <laughs> you just make the game take longer after, but it's like you said, Just, you feel like just going right now because there was nothing I could really do about it other than keep my hand stacked. And if they hit anyways, what's the point? I can't stop it. Well, that's I think that's kind of what I'm getting at is that it feels like even when I've got six or seven cards in my hand, I usually have two or three things that are, you know, part of my plan. If I'm playing a yeah. deck where I'm going to have six or seven cards in my hand, then like, I mean, I've had my like super awesome infused minion stolen like my uh, oh crap and I'm totally blanking on the name of it now but the new hunter card the that gets in when you infuse it specifically with beasts, which is something Shade, we actually Shade didn't even really talk about. Yeah, yes. is they kind of like upgraded Infused in the mini set and made it very specific. So there's, I think, um, Infused with Demons, Infused with Beasts. And uh, so it's a very specific Infuse that you have to do. And when you do it, it makes it so good and it works so well with your deck. And then they steal it and you're like, damn it. <laughs> that was my whole mid game plan. Theatar with Infuse is really frustrating because you have to work harder for the in-hand yeah. thing, and then they take it after you do all the work. That's like copying off you the last day of the group project, yes. and they get the same grade. <laughs> exactly! Some bullshit right yes. there. That's what that is. It is. It is. Theatar, do your own homework. I get why there's a, a stress level associated with this, and I think maybe um, as opposed to all the disruption in the mini set, like Hat said, maybe we just boil it down to Theotar needing a change and then that'll take a little bit of the pressure off of all the other things. And then maybe some of the other disruption that's not quite as egregious has a little bit of space to breathe and we see some variety in that space, which I think is what really needs to happen. Like disruption is is a good tool to have. You don't necessarily want everything to be reactive. Disruption lets you feel like you're being a little more proactive and like I said, with the with the dirty rat example, really, you know, choosing your time and and having a little bit of strategy there. Um, not that Theodore doesn't necessarily need strategy, but he kind of feels like if you slam him on four, that's totally fine most of the time. So, yeah, I think uh, it's just the kind of thing that um, you want to see some variety so that your games aren't samey all the time. And uh, right now you just Theodore because he's the best disruption, right? We t we felt this way about Denathrius, and then they nerfed Kael'thas, and all of a sudden it was better, because Denny will still kill you sometimes, but 
the way decks have to use him is super different now and takes longer and the Denny decks are overall just worse and there are less of them. I use him more like Reno now. Like it's a, yeah. it's a heal me instead of a kill you. It's it just, it has a different texture to it each game you play, which is the point. But before with the Kael'thas brand thing, it was always the same and every deck was built backwards from that. Look at how differently we feel about Denathrius from the context of those things being different and now classes do class things. If I was losing mm-hmm. to Call to the Standard Warrior and Meltraxis and Demon Hunter and and with like different cards in different classes, Harvester of Envy and Priest, I'm not going to say I would be thrilled about that, but at least it would be different. At least it would be mm-hmm. different. And like you, I agree with you 100% that if classes all did different things in their class way that supplemented with neutrals, it'd be better than just the neutral being the thing that happens the same way each game. Uh, who's our second email from tonight? From King Duplis. So some Numerlock skins were added to the Battleground shop and a whole bunch more on the way. Which skin is the cutest and which skin is the scariest, most horrifying? That Shutterwalk. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I actually cannot. wish that I had the visual like ready. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, okay. Did you see it? I, so I just saw it in like the bundle, which doesn't really let you look at. Hang on. Murloc. <laughs> Let's see if I can do this on the fly. <laughs> So the Shutterwalk is just clearly the most horrifying thing because like there's a world oh, where maybe that's go. cute. Okay. <laughs> but it's Let like, me see if this just works. Oh, yeah. there we go. It just worked. <laughs> uh, I don't like it. That's like Yeah, that's that's the combining of multiple animals that they picked the wrong parts of each animal or something. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I struggle to even like describe, but it's because it's got like the Shutterwalk mouth with the big teeth, but then the Murloc eyes, but it just doesn't work on any level. (laughs) It works for creeping me out. So my pick. Oh, brutal. My pick for favorite is Murtrus Ashfallen. This is my favorite. He's a little fishy Kurtris, and he's got the little <laughs> little bandana and like the the Murtrus. See, I feel like he's still like he looks murlocky, but he's still recognizable. And I think that's maybe I don't know. They they put the slider too far to Shutterwalk, I guess, or I don't know. They did something wrong with that guy, though. Man, oh man, <laughs> it's it sticks with you. It's haunting. Mm-hmm. I understand. But my, my pick is the wag toggle for sure. I think she looks so cute. <laughs> yes, she is. She is a little cutie. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a link for me, that would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, wag toggle would definitely be my uh, my cute pick for sure. I, again, like I said, when we were having the whole runestone conversation, if I could just buy her, I would just buy her because I think she's really cool. Hang on. Here we go. Yes. Bam. Look at that. <laughs> She's Adorable. so fishy. <laughs> yes. And she's got like little lantern earrings and they're just adorable. Yeah. Which it, like it's, it has like all her like all her stuff, like her trademark look, but she's a murloc and I think she looks great. Like look at those lashes. They're huge. <laughs> she looks fantastic. It reminds me of in Mario Rabbids. It reminds me of Rabbit Peach. Oh! Yes, it does. You're right. That's the vibe that this <laughs> is going for. Very good comparison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then also, 
I do like the Murloc Sourfang. That's the last one I'll talk about. But he's just so, like, little and angry and green. It's so cute. <laughs> Which, like, angry Sarfang being called also cute is <laughs> really funny. But, uh, but yeah, he's they're, they're all really well designed, I think, except for that Shutterwalk man. <laughs> or maybe the Shutterwalk is very well designed and he's meant to give us nightmares. That's also a possibility. <laughs> I don't want to play against this. No, never. <laughs> I don't want to face it. I feel like King Duplis asked this question knowing, knowing that this was the answer. It's 1,000%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you guys so much for your questions. Again, you can email tagpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up in our patron discord. Uh, if you do want access to that discord, go head on over to patreon.com slash tack. That's patreon.com slash T-A-C to support the show. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. A very big thank you to our Patreon producers, Dustin C. and Jarrett F. Thank you very much for supporting the show. The back catalog of The Angry Chicken can be found over on theangrychicken.com. And you can follow the show over on Twitter at TAC Podcasts. We record live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Joss Plays and Ridiculous Hat. Where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on ladder for like most of the night and some of tomorrow morning, but also uh, you, you have can to tell me... me what to play, Hat. <laughs> I sent you a I need page a with so many decks that you had to shrink the link. <laughs> I know, but you need to say, Jocelyn, play this thing and get good. <laughs> okay. Very specifically, you can't give me 10 options. I will never choose. <laughs> play the Paladin deck. Try the Paladin okay. deck. Just keep playing that for a while. Okay. Also, you get Theotard, don't concede. Stay in the game. You can't win if you concede. I feel very you confident you will lose me. every single game that you concede. If That's you concede fair. a game and you win, please let me know. Please I let will. me know if that happens. Yes. But you can also find me on twitter.com slash ridiculous hat. That's the hub of my content. I do two other Hearthstone podcasts. Coin conceived to make the competitive side of the game more accessible to you and Vicious Syndicate, a high-level data-driven look at the standard Legend metagame. Justin, where can people find you and tell me about your extra life? I want to hear about it. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. That's J-O-C-E Plays. Also, do go follow the Gamers In. That's my general gaming podcast. And that is where we are running our extra life campaign. So if you go to bit.ly slash T-G-I Extra Life 2022, you'll go to our team page and you can donate. We are playing for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals as we do every year. Uh, we've had a really, really great couple of years. Thank you guys so much for all of the support. We are going to be doing game day like we always do. I believe it's the first uh, Saturday in November. And uh, we're going to be doing a whole bunch of streams kind of through November and December to support this amazing cause. Uh, we've got some people who've been playing games uh, and streaming kind of all year. So we've already got a pretty good start over on the team page. But uh, yeah, just go to the team page and you can choose any one of our awesome team members to support Again, we are playing for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals, and you can find us over at bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2022. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, job's done. Job's done.
job's done.